welcome to the first episode of Merlin's Castle. I'm your host, Destiny, and today I have the first co-host of many, my friend Amy. Hi! <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to start off by telling you what house we're in. I'm in Slytherin's. Amy, what about you? I'm in Slytherin as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as you can tell from the title, today is all about Draco Malfoy and his character. We're going to be talking about an array of things like you'll see as we go on, but first we're going to talk about his character in the books. Um, so this is more or less like an overview because everybody watching presumably knows, you know, what Draco's like as a person in the book, how he's portrayed in the books. Anyway, so um, you know, we have the fact from the very first day when you see him on well not even on the train when you see him in Madame Malkin's you can tell that he's been brought up to believe that everything should be given to him that you know the world owes him something that um he's more important than nearly everybody and unless somebody's the same blood status as him so i appear blood then they don't deserve his respect or anything like that amy would you agree with that yeah and then you have so i say that because you know that shows very evidently when he has that conversation with harry and madame malcolm's because even before harry tells him his name he's acting very stuck up and spoiled when he talks sorry guys we had a little bit of an interruption anyway as I was saying before so the next part you know we have as we said we talked about the interaction with Harry and Mad Malkins and then to add to that there's also another interaction with Harry in the Hogwarts Express. When Draco first enters the compartment, he is self-assured and pretty rude, actually. And then when he sees Ron Weasley, he is... What's the word I'm looking for? Snobbish, and he insults him. And then that leads Harry to, you know, not want to be his friend, which is understandable. Um, and then we have... What's the next interaction? What's the next major thing that we have? Um, what does happen in that same year? The whole thing about um, Draco getting onto the team, when did that happen again? That happened in Chamber of Secrets. I thought so, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, we've also got the... Um, we got the scene just before they go to flying. Some of this I'm taking from the movies, but either way, it still counts. Um, <laughs> so we've got... Before they have the first flying lesson, um, you have Neville who gets to remember all from his grand... And mm. he's showing it to everybody. Mm. 
and then Draco just comes up, steals it, well, grabs it from Neville, and, you know, starts being really rude about it until Professor McGonagall interferes. And then moving forward, you got the flying lesson. Anyway, my point is, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna outline everything because that would take us way too long. Mm-hmm. But my point is, um, Draco's character is portrayed as being stuck up, believing that he's better than absolutely everybody, and you know, just not not. I guess he has a tendency to talk before he thinks about what he's actually saying and that's why he ends up insulting a lot of people and when he does think it's always trying to come from an angle that will hurt that person the most um and that's because of you know how he's been raised Lucius doesn't want him making friends he wants him intimidating people and flaunting around just how powerful the Malfoy name is and that's why his favorite line is Amy what's his favorite line I thought we'll hear about this (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) and I think that is like he's basically like what you said he's been brought up to see you know like every everything from his own dad's perspective which obviously he was a deaf ear so he doesn't like muggle-borns or anyone who is you know like different and stuff and you know, it, like, Draco's been brought up like that, and then people are literally, like, uh, like, like, horrible to his character and stuff, and, like, horrible to him, and it is horrible, and I'll, I need to just to say something about the, you know, the whole scene in Diagon Alley where, um, Draco is saying about, like, Slytherin and stuff, and then Harry, I can't speak, <laughs> and then Harry asks Hagrid about Slytherin like Hufflepuff and stuff and yes. Hagrid plants this image in Harry's mind that Slytherin is horrible and then that's why that Harry starts being different around Draco because Draco yeah he dissed Ron and I do I don't really agree with that but obviously I don't think if I think Harry would have let Draco I think Harry would have cut Draco's hand of friendship like if if he hadn't got such a bad image of Slytherin because Draco told him that he wanted to be in Slytherin and Harry knew about Slytherin so he he instantly like cast Draco off his list of wanting to be his friend which I really don't like that and I and that's another thing like it also ties in with the fact that why why is Slytherin seen as bad and stuff like that because not all Slytherins are bad and it's the same with Draco like he's seen as this horrible person but I, I genuinely don't believe that he's like that and his prejudices are because of his family name and his family and his and his family name the Malfoy name are making him be like that like he's literally brought up to be this horrible person but he's actually not like we see this in the later books he just doesn't want to be in in with the bad people he doesn't want to be in with the death eaters and uh, yeah I know I completely agree, especially about what you said about how, you know, because Hagrid had told Harry that, oh, there wasn't a, you know, all the dark wizards going to Slytherin or whatever he said, um, <clears throat> that made Harry categorize Draco with that, and like you said, you're probably right, that he probably would have, um, the way I see it is that he would have taken 
he would have accepted um Draco's friendship and then he would have tried to slowly change his views and help him become a more open-minded person as time went on but that's what I see happening yeah um but obviously any any um chance of that happening is taken away from what Hagrid said and it was so it was so potent because you know Hagrid was the one who introduced Harry to the wizarding world Mm. um okay so that's enough about Draco's book oh my goodness Draco's character in the books um now we're gonna talk about how Draco could have been different with certain things being changed so first thing if Draco had just grown up with Narcissa for example and Lucius hadn't been in the picture let's say let's say we're in a world where their marriage wasn't arranged or it was but Lucius had an affair and left Narcissa with Draco when he was very young and so Narcissa was the only one to raise him I personally think that yeah he would be cold he would be aloof he'd basically basically be you know the mask of a Slytherin but I don't think he would have been anywhere near as prejudiced or as biting like if he had any views that differed from what most people would deem acceptable he probably would have kept them to himself what are you thinking i agree like i i knew that narcissa was a bit prejudiced anyway like it's pretty obvious that but one thing she didn't actually she didn't even be in the death ears either she wanted to protect joko from voldemort uh, this making snape do the unbreakable vow and everything like that um she she didn't want to be involved in it either and I, it comes through by the way she treats Draco, she doesn't let anyone hurt him and I do believe that if he was raised by her or indeed somebody else the circuit, like the circumstances of his behaviour and the way he treats people like Morgaborns and like werewolves and people like that um, they, they would have been different I completely agree I mean like oh, what was I going to say um I lost my train of thought on what you were saying but um yeah no his he definitely would have been a different person oh that's what i was gonna say okay so you know how you said that she didn't want to be in the def- within like in with the deaf ears i completely agree because it wasn't a matter of how Voldemort didn't um mark women because you know you've got bellatrix and you've got um electo cara um she you know, in the area she put her foot down, she did not want to be marked because she didn't fully agree with the ideals. Probably the pure blood, you know, probably the blood purest um, part of it. And that mainly because she was born up as a black and her parents were all about, you know, blood purity and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, I think that's pretty much where her prejudices um, ended. Besides that, I am pretty sure she had the same views as the average person. Um, Mm. But we never got to see any of that because, you know, her character was more a mother and wife of a pure blood. 
that was the mm-hmm. extent of her role really in the books and movies um yeah. so another thing that could have been different if if um Lucius was still around but Narcissa had stepped in and not allowed Draco to be so heavily influenced by him so for example if she had brought her child brought her child and brought Draco to the side every so often and reminded him that blood wasn't everything or that you know you're not to treat somebody um with disdain or treat anybody like you're better than them just because they happen to be a different um blood size than you or just because they have less money than you do um i think if things like that had happened then again Draco could have been you know he could have had a lot more a lot better um social skills and his etiquette would have been a lot better um and again that's a scenario where harry would have ended up being his friend and helping him become more open-minded along with his mother um is there anything you think you want to add to that amy no, like I basically, I basically do agree. Yeah, like I think, I think it would have been like just, just Draco. I, I don't know. Like he is a really complicated character, and there's so many people that don't like him. And I'm like, they just, they just see him as this bully that bullies everyone. But I know deep down he's just not like that. And you know, like. I think if he, he if he was raised by Lucius, but um, Narcissus steps in more, he definitely would have been a dif- different person. Absolutely, because, you know, turn it on his head. Think about if he was just raised by Lucius alone. That That's a scary picture. He could have been ten times worse had he been raised by just Lucius alone. Um, mm-hmm. He could have been the exact um, same as Lucius, and then there's absolutely no hope there's no way you can try to defend his character whatsoever um so all in all we're lucky that Narcissa was there to at least instill some values in him um I think what other what other what ifs did we talk about um Yeah, it was basically just, you know. I mean, there was another what if is like, what if is if, um, what if Harry had, so this is bringing a little bit of a spin on Harry's upbringing here. If Mm -hmm. Harry had been, you know, if Harry had challenged Hagrid, on his beliefs about Slytherins and said, you know, how do you know that they're all evil mm-hmm. just because Voldemort was in Slytherin? Um, yeah. And gotten, Harry, gotten Hagrid to truly think about that and maybe change his opinion. Harry would have ended up being friends with Draco, again, changed the tides, and he possibly, just possibly, could have started fixing the division between um, Slytherin and Re- oh my goodness, Slytherin and Gryffindor 
Um, mm-hmm. there, there is a scenario where that could have happened. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, now on to talking about this is more our opinion on um, what Draco's really like and how we think he should have been portrayed in the books. Do you want to start this, Amy, or should I? Uh, you can start out of mine. Alright. Okay, so... Um, personally, I think... Had Lucius and... Narcissa both in the picture. But... I think if... One, I think if Draco hadn't had his own personal house elf, that definitely would have helped things. Because he wouldn't... You know, he would have had a sense of... Um, he would have had a work, a work ethic. He would have had a sense of... What the fuck is that word I'm looking for? Um, I can't think of it. But, you know, he would have been able to do things for himself. And he would have been more independent. Um, but also... Again, like I said, if they were equally involved and if Narcissa had put her foot down when Lucius tried to tell Draco certain things, he would have come out he would have come out being a lot more respectful. Um he could have gained the friendship of many different people. Um he would have gone to Hogwarts knowing that just because he's rich and a pure blood doesn't mean doesn't mean that he won't have to answer to you know, people like professors and stuff like that, that he has to be held accountable for his actions and things like that. Um, what else do you want to add to that? Um, Remember, we're talking about what we think his character should have been like. Wait, what? As we were talking about what we think his character should have been like and what it could have been like. Oh, yeah. Well, like, he... I'm sure, like... I feel like, um... He would have done... He just would have done really... Like, I feel like... He just would have done so well in his... Like, everything else if no one, like, like, tried to force him into... You know, like, being, being... in in the Death Eater like life and stuff like that like no one would have like he just would have done so well as a person like he would have done really well in school like I can just tell and he would have just been such a good friend but it's like you can tell like literally in in the sixth book he was just he was just crying to Myrtle because obviously this was too much to take and like he I just feel like if, if it was something that he really you know, like, wanted to do, um, I can't, like, yeah, like, if it was something, if it was something else, like, if the, if this whole stuff didn't exist, he would just do so well in his, you know, like, work, he would be such a good person, it's just, it's such a shame that all this stuff has to happen, and he's been brought up in a life which he clearly doesn't want, and, you know, like, he's just, like, I feel like he'd be just such a good person, yeah, I know, I agree. There's a lot of things that were stacked against him, like, um, touching on what you said about, you know, him being a good friend. 
if he had a different friendship circle, if he had mm-hmm. actual friends as opposed to people that were put there just to like almost keep him in check and you know Yeah, pin. he barely had he barely had any true friends. All he had was like Crab and Goyle and Blaze was barely ever mentioned. Hansi was barely ever mentioned and the only time she was ever mentioned she was portrayed as being horrible. So he doesn't really have that many friends to, you know, like, be with. Like, Crab and Goyle aren't good friends. They just, they barely even know how to say, just don't know anything, really. And then they don't, they just, they just go along with whatever Draco says. And a friendship shouldn't be like that. Like, they should, it should go both ways. Like, they should tell each other what to do. They should be there for each other rather than just leaving one to, you know, like, tell them to what to do. Like, he was just like Joko just never had anyone to, you know, steer him in the right place and keep him in line. Like he, he was just doing what everyone around him told him what to do, like the adults, but he never had anyone his age guiding him through it and actually being a good friend and, you know, like take like being in tag. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because like, you know, friends are supposed to challenge each other when they think that you're wrong and things like that. And he never had anybody to say you know stuff like what we've talked about in the past like Draco stop being a dick you like you didn't have to say that or you shouldn't have said that this is how you could have handled him better stuff like that um he never had anybody like that um you know his friendship circle could have been so much different if he hadn't had his family name hanging over him as soon as he came into school because you know with a name like Malfoy, he was doomed from the start because as soon as he walked into that castle, he had all the professors watching him like a hawk. He had <coughs> he had students who had grown up in the wizarding world not trusting him, not wanting to be friends with him unless they happened to be fellow Slytherins. Even they didn't trust him because Slytherins are like the most trusting. But everything pretty much was stacked against him. Um, but yeah, no, he could have been such a different person. He could have been, if he'd been given that chance to prove himself as a person and not just have to combat against his name all the time, he, he could have been such a different person. He could have been nice. He could have, you know, given a lot to society and he wouldn't have had to have been um, like Harry wouldn't have had to testify for him and prove his innocence that would have never happened had he had di- different um circumstances around his birth and everything else mm-hmm. um, I don't really think there's anything else to add what do you think basically all he's known like it just it just feels like like we the only really glimpse of what he could have been as a full character is when i bring this back to my thing earlier about um he he's he's just crying in the bathroom with moaning metal and you know he, he like that's that's the only thing we've got and we can see the strain it's going and the description throughout the book like he's pale he's you know, like, he's 
you can clearly tell like he's just not happy and like he's failing in a lot of his schoolwork. He's not even attending Quidditch matches. He's just not. He's not like there. And I feel like if no, if nothing of that happened, he just he just he just wouldn't have that kind of thing. Oh, I'm pure blood. I'm better than you. And like all this all this stuff about like his prejudice his prejudice prejudice towards Muggleborns and like you know like half breeds and stuff. He just he wouldn't be like that. And I just I totally like I agree with you. He would have been such a benefit to society. He would have been such a good person. But the life he's brought up in just doesn't allow him to do that. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like Half Blood Prince is the only true glimpse that we get into his character. Because yeah. like you said, you know, he's losing weight, he's crying. He never you know, we never saw him cry because that's just something mm-hmm. that Draco didn't do. And being as private a person as he was, he would only cry to somebody who wasn't going to tell anyone else. You know, so mm-hmm. that's why he ended up crying to a ghost and not like Professor Snape or someone like that, who probably would have had to report it to Dumbledore. Um and yeah, no. It's just so unfortunate that he never got, you know, a fair chance to prove himself. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you think we can add? Um, not really. I just, like, I just kind of wish JK did a better redemption arc. Because I need to say that, like, JK did a really bad redemption arc, in my opinion. Like, oh, she, she barely said anything about you know, what his character would have been, and that leaves everyone to just be horrible on his character, like, no one ever sees him, you know, for who he is, and I, I do genuinely think that if JK made a better redemption arc, there wouldn't be so much rubbish on his character from other people who just can't see him for, you know, who he actually is. I agree, also, because, you know, (laughs) Draco's like the face for Slytherin and the fact that he's portrayed so negatively just you know puts that sheen of negativity over the whole house so somebody who's only read say the first book and seen Draco's character they're just gonna believe that you know all Slytherins are like that and that's just you know there's no redeeming them and they're all just doomed basically and that's that you know that's not true mm. um but yeah no jk definitely could have done a lot better with his character but we already talked about how she set it all up to be and we will probably cover that in another episode so anyway guys this is the end um i will see y'all on thursday for episode two Hope you enjoyed that. Bye.